Hello, welcome to my new series, Untitled Still, but where I talk about all of the random thoughts that go through my head about just about everything there is to talk about. So, I'm going to start today with a topic that I feel like is important to address in the context of everything I'm going to be talking about, and that is drugs. And um, the word drugs has a super negative stigma um, due to the war on drugs, which was a global campaign by the U.S. federal government to basically just reduce the illegal drug trade in the United States. But the term was really popularized by the media, and although Nixon's goal of this campaign was to prevent and rehabilitate addicts, um, the media really clung on to the idea that drugs were the number one biggest public enemy. And so it created this really, really negative stigma. And I do want to just note that I can recognize that addiction is a chronic brain disease that does need to be given more attention than it has right now. But I'm going to focus primarily on why I think drug use is important, honestly, in our society. So I think that when we do various drugs psychedelics marijuana whatever it's raising our consciousness and we see that maybe not as much that we thought before is actually very important in our day-to-day lives and we start to um kind of reduce the relevance the relevance of some things that go on in our lives and honestly really the war on drugs to me feels like an attempt to keep people in this straight lined path through life so that when you graduate college you get a job and you contribute to society in that way but society doesn't work in this situation so i know there's a lot of negative when people quote unquote overdose primarily with weed you feel paranoid you feel anxious you feel scared and it's honestly a lot of reason that people get scared away from drugs but That is just really weed exposing you to the parts of yourself that you are potentially unaware of and that you honestly just probably didn't want to confront in that moment, probably subconsciously. But a lot of people can take this confrontation through practice and turn it to positive change. You come out of um, a really long high that made you self-reflect a lot and think, why do I drink so much? Why do I not put in a lot of effort to school? It really just makes you rethink your priorities, whether that be moving you towards school, away from school. It makes you rethink these priorities for yourself. And in that same breath, I want to point out that there really is no such thing as a good drug and a bad drug because drugs are just chemicals in your brain and they're just making you feel a different level of what you do when you're not on drugs and what makes these experiences positive or negative are the relationships you have with the substances and the circumstances that you're taking the substances in people have negative relationships with drugs that make them bad drugs in their minds so i just want to point that out that that there's no good and bad drugs When we talk about good drugs and we talk about that euphoric moment that you feel, 
there's always that possibility of losing control because when you're on drugs, oftentimes you do lose control. So the question is, how do you stay in control? How do you feel that euphoric moment and let yourself sit in that? And one thing I would want to suggest in this question is honestly meditation because if you can sit still and be aware of your thoughts and your emotions, you're practicing mindfulness. And being able to be mindful is being able to recognize those deep-rooted things that make you feel paranoid. Those things I was referencing earlier about how weed is just exposing you to parts of yourself that you are maybe unaware of. If you're able to meditate meditate, sorry, and practice that mindfulness, you get high and you're not sitting there stressing over these things because you know you're there. You know that those emotions are there and you know that that trauma is in your head. And so you can really sit there and kind of honestly be an observer in your own head where you can watch these paranoias flourish. You can see this anger arise in you or this sadness arise in you. And you can really sit there and look at where it came from. You can see that something really traumatic in your life has had this impact and has made you react to things like the dog barking in your house. It makes you angry and you yell. And that comes from those deep-rooted issues. Not to get too psychoanalytic, but it really comes from this deep place. So when you can get to a point where you're a spectator of your own thoughts and you're not actively engaging in those thoughts, but you're watching yourself have them, you're watching them grow and fester, it's really bringing you closer and closer to your truth and your essence and your core essential being because here you are watching those things so you are just being and because the life life sucks and the world sucks and people spend most of their time sitting and dwelling on that but when you can get to this place where you are an observer in your own body it's really this point when awareness meets awareness. And I get a lot of these second ideas from the TV show on Netflix, Midnight Gospel. Um, but you go into this place where you're completely an observer to the point where we can't even look at ourselves anymore. You become so aware of what you are that you can't even see yourself. You've completely broken down these barriers that society has imposed upon you and imposed upon your life and you're so aware that awareness isn't even a concept you just are you are just a being you become pure awareness at that point and that that's really what our bodies are is it's this intersection of our material universe and what we've been built up of and this physical body that it's really just a phenomenological field of being encapsulated by this consciousness we have this energy this essence but we are we are surrounded by all these influences and we're caught in this body so the idea that i'm a person the idea that i'm ashley is not a thing you are the thing in the observer simultaneously like okay you are this combination of your essence your core and your body, the outside world. And this is what creates the illusion of a self, is you have this essence, but it's being filtered through the lens of your eyes and your experiences and the fact that my 
mom is Italian and my dad is Italian. I am, I am literally being filtered and my entire identity is being created surrounding this illusion of the self. So when you become pure awareness, you suddenly don't become so engaged in yourself. It's this level of being so engaged to being aware of it, to completely deconstructing it altogether. And I like to use this metaphor of zombies because um, that was one of the visuals that Midnight Gospel used. And it's this image of there's all these people and that's us. Those are the normal people in society walking around. And we see these zombies and we're like, ew, that's gross. That's disgusting. We try and kill them off. We try and get rid of them. We want them out of the picture. It messes up our perfect world that the government was trying to create in the war on drugs. It messes up this perfect little world that we've created. And people are just so against it. They spend their entire lives running away from it. That once you surrender yourself, or in the metaphor, once you get bitten and you become a zombie, you're in this whole different mindset of like, you don't even see those people trying to kill you because you're just being. You're just happy. You spent your whole life running away from this reality and the second that you peel back every single layer of yourself which is scary it's really really scary but once you peel away every layer of your being which i don't think many people do i think there's a very small percentage of people who can do this but the second you start peeling away that layering you just are you are that zombie and yeah society might be looking down on you but you don't even look at society you don't care because you just are existing in this moment. There's no such thing as the present or there's no such thing as the past and the future. It's just you are existing. And these people are so encapsulated in themselves and fitting this picture and following this mold and following this straight line of what our society sets us up to live. And here are these people, these zombies that are now just existing and they're at their pure essence. The material world, the body, all of the things that get in the way of our of our core self, those are just clouded. They're they're foggy now. It just you see through these like glasses that are just not you. They're not real. Because life is restricting and the way our society up is set up is restricting because people like to put things in categories and people like to put people in categories. We like to have everything so organized that we are confined to, oh, I'm Ashley. I'm the sorority girl who um, used to do gymnastics and blah, 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 blah. That's all bullshit. None of it's real. It's really, you are not any of that. I don't, my blonde hair doesn't make me anything. It's a physical appearance. It's fun for people. People like engaging in these material activities. It's enjoyable for people. But when you get to a point where you've stripped that of its value, because people spend their entire lives working for something in the future, that they're miserable right now. But those zombies, those people that are now so aware of their surroundings, they don't even care. They're just here. They're just in the moment. They're just taking what life gives them and going with it. Not spending their entire lives so that they can have the last five years of their life be kind of enjoyable when they retire. No. 
It's all about instant gratification because if you follow the signs that the universe gives you and you follow those, your intuition and you follow those impulses and you follow those signs, the world will guide you where you need to be. It will. You don't need to rely on having a secure job or getting your college degree. If that, that might be in your path, maybe you'll go down that route. Maybe you'll need want to go to college. Maybe you will work a 9-to-5 job for the rest of your life. I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt your intuition will lead you there because who wants to do that? Your intuition will lead you down this crazy path. Follow it. That is like my biggest takeaway from tonight. Follow your intuition. You're smart. But people are complex. And trying to read the world is hard. And we doubt ourselves. Strip that away. Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to get luxury here. But like, you have to start peeling that back. You have to start following each impulse and each sign and every signal the world gives you because the world is like yelling at you they're like ashley come over here but we're so distracted by these bright lights over here of like material life that we don't even see what's over there we don't even see the good stuff that's over here because we're so distracted just open your eyes just be just be that zombie be so aware of your awareness that you don't even know what awareness is because you are just waking up and you feel like whatever. Just maybe you see the sun outside and you want to go for a walk. You just do that because that's just what you want to do. And I know this all sounds super idealistic and I think I'm probably losing people here now. But I, I really genuinely think it applies to the bigger picture in every situation. Follow your intuition. Continue to lean into the uncomfortability that weed provides and figure out your shit really figure out your shit and get a hold of yourself and once you can be mindful of you and your interactions with the world around you you're going to be so happy just being i think that's all for tonight i think i got a little lost in my train of thought there thank you for tuning in i love you all